This is Bang Your Bookie's Wife. The sports gambling podcast that is all kinds of fucked up with emotion and anticipation for our first March Madness in two years. Uh, last year, having college basketball canceled as conference tournaments were underway is the closest thing there is to sports gambling edging. Sex pod. And I'll tell you what, <laughs> I hated it. Never again. Never again. I don't fucking care if there is a meteor heading our way. March should never be canceled again. This is our month. This is the month you stay alive for. I am so excited. Uh, we're discussing the South and Midwest regions of the bracket this episode. And we're, we're joined by just the old squad. Uh, Ray, man, who you got winning the South and Midwest regions in March Madness? Unfortunately, not too exciting here. I'm going chalk to win the regions because this bracket is so incredibly tough this year. I don't know how to make sense of all of the earlier games. I'm going Illinois and Baylor. I actually like Illinois a lot. And if Baylor can go back to form before the COVID break, then they are a force to be reckoned with as well. Absolutely. Uh, Capper, you uh, you agree with those picks? You going chalk in the South and Midwest? Um, yeah, so I messaged you that I'm definitely rolling with Baylor. Um, but in Sick the other region, I messaged you I'm taking Illinois, but honestly, I, I can't go chalk on both of them, so I'm taking Oklahoma State. Ooh, Ooh baby. I, that's a I terrible it. You pick. know, there was a that's really, really just smart awful. guy. She's going to fly slam a jamma. Really smart guy talking about Oklahoma State being a sleeper team in the Big 12 a couple weeks ago. I don't know if you, you heard of him. He's really hot, too. <laughs> Great ass. Sorry. Roll, roll the intro. Roll the damn intro. Listen, man. This is the real Coach JB here. Man, I hear you've been hanging out with the wrong fucking crowd like a slapdick you are, man. Everybody thought you were fucking smart and all that shit because you watch CNN and MSNBC and fucking Fox News and all that shit. Sounds like you're a fucking dreamer. You're getting dumber. Get your fucking ass figured out. Go watch the real show. Watch. We will ban your bookies, wife. Step your game up. Stop being a slap dick. Make today a great day. All right, this is Bang Your Bookies, Wife. It is March Madness, and we're going to come at you with two episodes this week uh, to break down each respective region. Just so much content. Uh, goodness. But uh, we, we wanted to take our time with the regions because it, it is a special time, and I, I am quite excited for March Madness. How are you guys feeling? I watched so much college basketball this past weekend. What, what was your guys like? Uh, last weekend was great, but I'm looking forward, not backward. We haven't had a tournament in two years, and I am going to be drinking uh, twice as many beers over the course of Friday through Monday. Weird schedule this year, but I'm so I'm going to be – I don't – you. Don't message me on social media because I will not be around. I got to say, March Madness Monday, that is a, uh, a bold bet. March Madness I gotta, Monday. Biden, God wow. damn it, you've done it again. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> dude, you know, but like real talk, you know Trump would totally be like, yeah, March Madness happening on Monday. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> So, uh, <laughs> yeah, but let's uh, stay on the Midwest region. Uh, the Midwest region, that is the one that features Illinois. Um, in general, I thought I was talking about it a little bit before we started. I think the committee did a pretty damn good job this year. It seems there's a few confusing And you're using and Illinois there. as the example of that? I'll just uh, dive right into it. Loyola, Chicago as an eight seed is a goddamn joke. Yeah. Uh, this reminds me of the Wichita State one versus Kentucky eight, where Kentucky beat Wichita State because Kentucky was a top 10 team. 
This year, Loyola is a top 10 team. They're nine in Ken Palm. They're in number five for field goal percentage made. They are extremely good. But not only that, they are a essentially in-town rival. I know Illinois is in Champana or Bana or whatever, Champagne or Bana, uh, and Loyola is in the city <laughs> itself. But those kids are going to be so damn motivated. Can you imagine them wanting to beat any team more than a one-seed Illinois? Like, that, that's I, a tough spot. I think that is fair. I guess my general point is I look up and down the field, and this just might be because it's been so long since I sent a March Madness, but I'm like, holy shit, there are so many good games. Uh, really, well, yeah, that's really... also going to be a fantastic game if it happens. If they yeah. beat Georgia Tech. ACC champion, Georgia Tech, number nine. I agree. Loyola criminally uh, underseeded, but their game against Georgia Tech in the first round, that is pretty saucy. And in fairness, spread is only two and a half points. So yep. uh, the handicap. They're both think, good teams. Yeah. So I guess, uh, I guess Georgia Tech and then you had Florida as a seven. That is pretty fucked up. What was I talking about? But anyway, let's go into our favorite. <laughs> we all like... Uh, we all were on on Illinois, uh, but you decided to go Oklahoma State. Do you genuinely are you just trying to be different, or you genuinely think uh, the Pokes are going to make a run here? They have a tough first round game. Yeah, I I am trying to be different. Um, <laughs> Illinois is the best team in this side of the bracket. They've lost one time in the last what three months. Um, just dominated the Big Ten down the stretch. Won the Big Ten tournament. Um, looked fairly unstoppable doing it. I know Ohio State gave them a little run. Um, Sunday, but they closed them out in, in overtime pretty handily. Um, it, it just is such a talented team. Um, they've been through, you know, probably the toughest conference in the country. Um, yeah, Big Ten was not, tough. I, this year. I, I, I think I don't, I don't know. It's just like it's the, tough for me to get super excited about picking all chalk. And like when I look at it, I'm gonna pick Gonzaga. Uh, I'm picking Baylor. You know, like. Are all these one seeds going to make it to the Final Four? I seriously doubt it this year because of like well, how Michigan many is the one you can easily pick off. Yeah. But we can go back. I, well, That's for tomorrow's spot. Illinois, Illinois, sure. it, Illinois. I think is uh, they're my take to win the tournament. I think I, I just based on the Big Ten tournament, they're playing with so much confidence. They have this perfect mix of upperclassmen, young talent, talent off the bench. Uh, it's hard to just see them losing a game, even against Gonzaga. But I think to me, I'm I'm looking like at teams that have proven that they can beat top tier teams throughout the country, throughout the yeah. conference, and that's Oklahoma State to me. They have eight wins against top thirty teams. They beat Kansas, they beat Texas, they beat Arkansas, they beat West Virginia, they beat Baylor in the Big Twelve tournament last weekend. They have the best player in the country who's going to go number one in the draft, Cade Cunningham, who was, I mean, borderline unstoppable been amazing. Uh, in the Big 12 tournament. And, like, when you have a player like that, like, that's the great equalizer to me in March. Like, he can single-handedly win you games. So I, I think they be beat every three excited seed. to see. I don't know. Like, I, th- I think, like, that's a team that, to me, could lose the first round um, against Liberty, and they could just make a Cinderella run to, you know, a final four. So, you know, that was my team that really sticks out here in the, in the region to me. Um, because like West Virginia, very good team. Doesn't get me super excited. Houston, very good team, incredible season. But I think some of these mid majors might struggle this, this year. Houston. I will say, I also like Illinois to win the region just because I think they're 
too good, but Houston against Cincinnati had one of the best shooting performances in Unreal. a game I think I've ever oh, seen. They can score. Uh, they play with confidence, and you look at the past tournaments Houston's been in. They've played. They've been three seeds or six seed, and they've played close in the games they've lost. I think. They're a team that I think could make like a sneaky run. Like it, I, I think Houston is like trying to angling themselves as this next Villanova of sorts, and it takes making a Final Four to really prove that out. I don't know. They're a team I, I really, really like. Getting the fact I would like them to make it the Final Four in any other region, except I, Illinois is a tough matchup just because their, uh, their size. Yeah. So if I'm in a big pool, I'm taking Houston to win this region because you can't win going chalk. He was unreal. Yeah. You can't win going chalk, but uh, anyway, let's get right into we. That's more broad level. Let's get into the individual first round games. Uh, we each picked uh, two games we like to cover. I'll start with the one that one with that uh, both of you like, which is San Diego State minus three against Syracuse. Um, which one? Who feels particular? You both feel strongly about this one. Yeah, I just think San Diego State's a way better team than Syracuse. If you look at the metrics, uh, Syracuse might be the most overseeded team in the tournament. They do not deserve uh, to be an 11. They should probably have a play-in game or be close to the 16. They're ranked 41 in Kempom, even though Buddy Bayheim has looked amazing of late. San Diego State, they were so good last year before the tournament got shut down. They're still pretty good this year, even though they lost their point guard. Uh, I think San Diego State, I think they win easily. Um, I, that, that line of only three really stuck out to me when I was scrolling through, um, San Diego State's won 14 straight games. They are one of the more experienced teams in the country, um, bringing back a ton of guys last year from a team that was going to get a one seed in the NCAA tournament. Yeah. One seed. Um, they play great defense. I just, um, that's a quality program. And I think that, you know, I, Obviously, the zone gives plenty of teams fits in March, and it has for many, many years with Bayheim there. Um, but when you have them as a first-round matchup, I think you've got a little better shot um, when you have a full week to prepare for that going into um, the matchup on Friday. I, you know, I think they'll be able to get past it, yeah. play good enough defense to lock Syracuse down that doesn't have really elite scoring options um, and cover the spread. So, Buddy Bay, I guess I had Syracuse as my money line upset in the first round only because this is the type, this is what Syracuse, I don't know, this is what they That's a do, soft right? money line they're, upset. Yeah. Minus they're like, three, come on. Like the, the, but it's so close. It's a soft money line upset, but the spread is so close. I like uh, just the idea of Syracuse getting in there and fucking shit up. This is what their program's all about. Uh, but I, I get Some years, guys- some years not at all. But- Buddy Beheim just seems like he's the type of guy who could go off in March. His name's Buddy Beheim. His dad is Jim Beheim. I'm sure that's a really easy thing having that dude be your dad. Like, I, he, this is I mean, his. This is he, he's about to have a moment. I think that's just a random prediction. It's good for him. There will be less fans in the stands to yell at him and heckle him that his dad killed a person. So. <laughs> um, that's true. That is a, you, you have to. So you're right. People don't Syrac- forget. People don't that, forget, Jim. That's a point. Syracuse, too. Uh, I guess let's stick with other other teams we like to uh, cover. Rainman and I both are taking Loyola against Georgia Tech, which we talked about a little bit before. My take on it is just 
it's a the defense is too good georgia tech uh there's a few teams i think you can spot in the field where that you put so much energy and emotion into making the tournament you wonder how much juice you actually have in that first round game i think georgia tech is thrilled to be there loyola has much bigger ambitions josh patner has also been doing a victory lap in a lot of interviews so i don't I don't know. Trust I just that like team tablet, right? Though I, I do, I do like them. I am. Um, uh, I'm actually Loyola, taking Georgia the Tech why, as my money line. Earlier. I'm I'm taking Georgia line as my money line upset here. Um, much to the chagrin of Rainman, who will call me a coward. Another soft a money line Coward upset. for only like taking a, a nine over an eight. Um, but Josh Pastner, what he did with this team, um, some of the wins they racked up in the ACC, even though it was down a little bit um, from previous years. Um, winning the ACC tournament against a very good Florida State team um, and Coach Hamilton. I I love Loyola here. I love what they did all season, but I, I'm sticking to it. I, I think some of these mid-major teams might struggle, and I think like these bright lights are going to be showing, and it's going to be a little bit of a different intensity from what they've played in all season. So. Uh, Loyola, I think it's a, I think it's a good a spot for Georgia floor, Tech. Though. That's garbage. Okay, I, it was I reject, four years ago. Reject, people don't forget. Uh, Sister Jean forgot. <laughs> hey, uh, she's I, still going to be paraded around this year. Don't you she's worry. She's going to have a Pope mobile. I hope they just bring her out at halftime, drive her to the little circle. <laughs> uh, um, I, you know, it's probably one of those games where Loyola wins by twenty, um, but I think Georgia Tech could win a close one. Yeah, I actually have Loyola on the spread here because I don't think the two and a half is good enough if you look at the difference in the metrics. Loyola is the ninth best team in the country, according to Ken Palm. We should start acting like it. There's no reason. They've done. They've shown it to us in the tournament before. There's no reason to think they can't do it again. And that's kind of why I like going Houston in this side of the bracket in a bigger pool because I do think Loyola can beat Illinois. If they don't, then I think Illinois will handle business in the corner. So they're going to, I mean, yeah, so they'll either win or they won't. Yeah, we're just crushing it, guys. Uh, we got uh, the last pick in this region. Well, no, they have is, to get uh, through that one matchup, and West, that's, that's uh, the gate. Capper, you like West Virginia minus 12 and a half against uh, remarkably named Moorhead State. Do you uh, have any elaboration on that, or is that just one off off the gut? You saw the spread, and you're like, uh, it's, huggy bear. Yeah, it's, it's not enough points for a West Virginia team that has proven they can play with anybody in the country Moorhead State they don't I don't know that they play basketball in the Ohio in the Ohio Valley I'm sorry West Virginia's also been wow, hearing shout out to Ohio Valley I actually like this because Moorhead State's a trendy dog uh you hear that a lot on like CBS analysts yeah. ESPN analysts and oh West see Virginia's it. been um, hearing all week that they're overseeded so I, I they, could see um, them being motivated I, yeah, I, I don't. I, they don't play as good of defense as as a Coach Huggins team usually plays, but they score um, ferociously, twelfth in the country in scoring efficiency. Um, guys who just shoot incredibly well from three. So if they get hot in game one, it's going to be a blowout. Yep. Uh, let's uh, quickly get capper you had georgia tech as your money line dog rain man you like liberty over oklahoma state is your money line dog don't do I it i do 
Uh, so I don't love any of the yeah, money line dogs in this side of the bracket. I think this is this one's pretty chalky. That being said, if you look, there's heavy reverse line movement on Liberty. Opened at nine point five, and the spread went down to seven and a half. I uh, think that there might be some Jerry Falwell secret stuff going on <laughs> in the Liberty Athletic Department. Look at what their football team did. Look at what their basketball team did this year. There's a little bit of magic there, and I'm willing to ride it and take a flyer there. Oklahoma State, very good. Some of the most best upside of any team in the bracket, but also some downside. They've lost some games they should have won, and think that maybe Liberty can just catch them. Obviously, Cade Cunningham's good, but when your best player is a true freshman, then that's not necessarily the best recipe in March. This region's kind of screwy because, um, like, the 10 seeds favored in their game. Um, the 12 seed Oregon State, like, that's your that's your go-to, like, 12 over 5. Oregon State's really bad. Like, I know they Oregon won State, the Pac-12 championship. Yeah, all the lines Tennessee. were always 10 points in, like, all of those games. So. They were so bad. They are so bad. Um, so, like, I just don't see those types of games being upset. Oregon state. I think similar to what I said about Georgia tech, it's like, that's clear. That could clearly be a team where they just like add a gas, man. Like they had to gun it like, and kill it to, to just make it to that game. So you have to wonder Tennessee. Those are NBA players. Like they have NBA players in their starting lineup. It's a different deal. So they played toe to toe. They got three pros. Um, I, yeah, I think they proved it in the SEC tournament that they, you know, can go toe to toe with just about anybody. So, so it's uh, it's, I, it's a interesting little, that that's, different intensity for the. It's interesting. The I'm just I'm seeing that as a is sort of a trendy upset pick. I know uh, Coach himself, who's not on the pod, he liked uh, Oregon State plus the seven and a half. Uh, and I guess uh, lastly, quickly around the horn. Well, I let's think give... Coach is an idiot, and he's not here to defend himself. Hey. Sorry, he coach. I didn't back. mean that. He might be back. I would never do that to you, coach. Uh, I'm so sorry. We got. Uh, let's do a quick run around. Uh, just g- each giving one total we like in this region. I'll go first. Uh, I like uh, Syracuse, San Diego State under 139. I, I'm expecting a sl- much sloppier game than that. Uh, Rayman, Zone issues. One? Yeah, Rayman. What's one you like? I got I got over 126 in Loyola, Georgia Tech. The reason for that is, as I said earlier, Loyola is fifth in the nation in field goal percentage at 505. Highly efficient. Georgia Tech is at well. They're 37 in the nation. Think they do a lot of high quality shots. Think the ball's going to go through the basket quite a bit here. The bucket, the net, the rim. Yeah. Through the hoop. <laughs> What's the preferred uh, nomenclature? Swish. All of the above. It'll do it Capper. all. It's going to do it a lot. Take the Capper, take the total. Your, take the total. Uh, I'm taking the UH um, Cleveland State over 135. Um, I just see UH getting out, running pretty much scoring at will. They put up 85, 80 to 85 here. I think the total gets there. I can't stress enough how much I know they they, they play great. They I can't play great stress defense though. Can't cannot stress enough how much they were fucking balling out there. <laughs> the way they were moving the ball, the way they were passing, uh, they're gonna be tough. They're going to be tough. Uh, let's, uh, I think that'll be fun. That'll be a fun one to watch just to see how their first game in the tournament goes. Cause that's uh, a, that's a just Kelvin Sampson. I mean, what can you say about that guy? Coach uh, also not enough. Can't say enough. Coach also gave us uh, his return to under. Indiana. He likes the under in the Texas tech, Utah state game and prop at Pete sent us a total. He likes the under in the Rutgers Clemson game. Clemson, I read, uh, playing some of the best defense in the nation since February started, I think. So that's a logical and, pick. And some of the worst 
Yeah, because the ACC is down. in the country, too. Yeah, no, sorry. Stop there. Clemson sucks. Tate Rutgers in your pool. Great 10-7 win there. Let's uh, move over to uh, the other region, the South region. But first, a quick word from one of our non-sponsors. Hey, Capper, fast forward. It's Friday afternoon. You're watching the games. What are you doing on your phone? Scrolling Twitter? No. Oh, that's right. We're over at BYBW Podcast on Instagram going viral with the hottest memes that have ever hit the application. Wow. Yeah. Forget WhatsApp. Forget Facebook Messenger. Instagram. BYBW Podcast. That's it. That's a take. That was 30 seconds. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We are back, and we are going to get after the South region where... Uh, it's pretty difficult to pick any team except Baylor coming out of this region, right, guys? Affirmative. You'd be stretching. You'd be really stretching, I guess. I mean, Ohio State has looked very good, but when Baylor gets those threes going from beyond the arc and they play really good defense, too, they're good. Yep. No, I think, uh... Yeah, Ohio... um, Baylor, period. Ohio State All right, we're is, done. A, is a Should pretty call it? all respect to them, but a pretty weak, uh, pretty weak two seed. Um, I think. Uh, yeah, they. I mean, they they had their really great stretches throughout the season, but they looked very bad during parts of the season. So um, Baylor was just so good all year. Not even that so they look bad. Game. They look, <laughs> they look beatable. Like I, it's just yeah. easy to see them drop in a game and. Yeah, they're definitely a top 10 to 12 team, uh, so they're definitely not bad. I think Arkansas is also a weaker three, and Purdue a fine four. There's just there's not a lot special going on in this in this region at the top. A lot we of good crumbs, right though. To, uh, Let's get to the crumbs. The teams we like uh, to cover. I'll start. Uh, I The first-round game I like the most is uh, Purdue minus 7.5 versus North Texas. Uh, Purdue ended the season playing really well. Their team, I could plausibly see sneaking into the Final Four, actually, just because of Trevion Williams, who is the best big man I think I've watched in college this year. His footwork is unreal. And uh, the Mean Green dropped their final three uh, regular season games, but then they got hot in the Sun Belt tournament. So I think they sort of got their goal. They made the tournament. And Purdue is, I I, I will think, I think will just systematically destroy them. They got... uh, they play with two bigs down low, like natural bigs, and they just pound teams. And I think in this situation against a mid-major in particular, uh, it's going to work. Like I don't, uh, Both teams play a slow tempo, and I think that just favors Purdue so much that I think they're going to easily cover the 7.5 in this spot. Um, um, yeah, Coach Painter's got those guys. He, they do all the little things right. Um, they don't shoot exceptionally well, but when you're out rebounding every single time you're, you know, putting up more assists than the other team every single game, like good things are going to happen for you. And that they proved that during the big 10 season. Yeah. This is a game, uh, you, uh, prop at P and myself, like coach, uh, you got a uh, Texas tech minus, I believe it's minus five and a half right now, or is it six? I, I, yeah, I've seen anywhere from five to six. So, um, I will take it at any of those numbers um i really like utah state they had a really good season in the in the mountain west um but texas tech has proven that they can hang with anybody in the country i know they're scuffling a little bit lately um but they've still got one of the best coaches in the country and chris beard who had that 
um, great run to the national title game in 2019. Um, they are top 25 Ken Palm despite their six seed. Um, and Mac McClung from Georgetown uh, has just been dominant all year. Um, he's the guy who could just put you to bed. He, he'll shoot lights out. He'll, he'll put you in the chokehold, and you'll be sleeping. And I think that's going to happen to Utah State in game one. All right. I I, uh, I agree with that. Yeah, I agree. I, I like I both those Utah picks. I see Utah State is a somewhat uh, trendy, Yay, we agree. trendy pick, but – it, I, it seems like the things Utah State does well, Texas Tech does well also, except they've done it in a better conference against better talent. They play they, – they don't back down for anyone, and their coach is just too good. And Mac McClellan's got a little sizzle. It's easy to see yeah, him does. being, like, a, a really good player in March. Uh, like, uh, let's uh, – the next pick yeah. that I think, Rain Man, you like – this is a pick that I do not like and that Capper's on the other side of uh coach also is on the other side here um and that is uh you like wisconsin plus one and a half against UNC. which game we're all again we're all in unc oh god you guys like UNC? love them oh okay so stop you guys stop looking at the no. records toss them out like, okay the records UNC's don't matter better. anymore unc was terrible all year the acc was down unc slept walked into this tournament Fine. Well, I mean, fine. If you don't want to toss them out, then Wisconsin does even better. Wisconsin has a terrible record, but they're Ken Palm 10 because they've lost so many games so closely. Meanwhile, UNC, it's Ken Palm 28. This isn't even close. This is a love. I love Wisconsin. They've lost six of the last eight, which is why I like them more because they're Ken Palm 10. Despite of that, that's amazing. Uh, UNC, all they've done recently is lose to Syracuse, which you guys know I think is overseeded, and Marquette by 13 the last few weeks. Like, give me Wisconsin all day. I love that they're the nine and not the eight, because if they were the eight, all y'all so, would be so with Wisconsin. the losses deceive you. So like, Wisconsin's <laughs> two and six in their last eight. And not when they're good they losses. they have a ton of close losses, and it's a one-and-a-half point spread. Yeah, you lose to Illinois by five or Iowa by three. It's I'm a not one-and-a-half point spread. I'm not fussed. Well, uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't even need them. Take the money line. I don't care about I the think point. Wisconsin's winning this game. Wisconsin doesn't play good enough offense to beat this North Carolina team. That's the bottom line. Uh, they just don't. Ray, North Carolina's going to bully them. I don't think North Carolina plays anything enough to justify this. Ray, yeah, Raymond, you're I, other. I don't. I hate their <laughs> offense, but they can play some defense. They can out-rebound you. I mean, they <laughs> they got they got a great center. Yeah, he's, they, he's will, they will will bang that. bodies got a great, great um, big band. just to just I, – I don't know. Wisconsin's not built to build, to beat a team like North Carolina. They – they bully, you know, some of the finesse teams, some of the hot shooting teams. They don't bully in North Carolina. They can't shoot. That's yeah. just, uh, it's no, just a bad matchup yeah, for them. I agree. They can't bully UNC, but that's not their Rayman game. Raymond really so loves a bad matchup. Raymond was really leaning on that two and six in their last eight stat to bolster his Wisconsin argument. Uh, Love it. Love other, that. Why are you sleeping on Wisconsin? Give me your all other the pick. Shares. I also like just because more so of their opposition, who I think is the most over seeded team in the tournament Virginia oh, this pick's hilarious plus one against a florida team that i just uh i don't get it i don't see it this is a pick against florida i want to make that very clear uh you can't pick for virginia tech so let's look look at the last eight we did the eight games with wisconsin now we're gonna do the eight games with virginia tech uh so 
eighth game from now, FSU postponed. Louisville, then postponed. UNC, postponed. Then they lose to Georgia Tech. Then they beat Wake. Then they get a canceled game against Louisville, a canceled game against NC State, and then they lost to UNC in the end. Uh, they basically haven't played in three months, but they did not, uh, I guess they're coming out of retirement to play in the NCAA tournament, and they didn't do that to lose to Florida, which is just a pretty terrible team. So give me Virginia Tech. I just have a feeling it's a hunch. Fair enough. That's uh, an interesting one. I, I am, like, very interested to see how some of these teams that have, like, come off long layoffs or haven't played a ton of games in the last month or so um, because of COVID, how they respond and how they ramp up. Because I think it's just going to – some of these teams are just going to get out there and, and run, like, from the jump. So um, if you're starting out slow, some of these games, you might get buried early. Yeah, I just have a feeling like Florida's more likely to start uh, slow. Well, Florida's just not super good. They just we'll see. I don't know. They they They're just, just haven't good. been super They're impressive all season. They're not season. good team. Um, I I don't know. It, it's tough for me to get excited about an SEC team in the NCAA tournament right now. Bama was really good in the tournament. Um, LSU put together a nice run, but they didn't beat anybody. Arkansas, they can't play defense. Uh, I don't know. L- LSU's fucking sick. Have fun against Colgate. I, I love yeah. LSU. Uh, they're, they not, got three, though, they're not. They got three NBA players in their starting lineup who are good. Uh, that's a different. I mean, reason. I guess that's the sickest diff- thing. I think Tennessee is the second best SEC the team. The sickest thing about LSU is that they should not be in the tournament. Oh, they're. Oh, are you kidding me? It's just openly flouting. <laughs> yeah. Okay. They literally were, were just featured in this fucking FBI movie, and right now they have three fucking NBA freshmen in their starting lineup who are just show. Let's just ball. They just out. really wanted uh, to go to college. I mean, and you could Ridge. say they have a good bag man, but that guy got caught. So, but it didn't matter. So maybe he is good. Did you? If you watch the it's SEC championship game, right. you can't sit there and tell me Bama is definitively better than LSU. They're going punch for punch with them. Like I think they're a good team and they're maturing at the right time. I like them. Hmm. Uh, we'll but I uh, let's stay right, in well, uh, this region. What are you gonna do? So th- we'll see. The money line. Uh, so uh, coach likes Winthrop plus, plus the uh, points. Um, uh, I that Pete also liked Ohio State's first round game. And then as far as uh, money line dogs, everyone, of course, and I think this is just the pick, Winthrop money line over Nova. Um, is there any reason to think no? I It really yeah. feels like as soon as this came out, everyone was on Winthrop. And I'm Nova. curious how you, it was ever going to take Winthrop here, or is there any case for Nova? I'm taking Winthrop. Nova hasn't been the same since they lost Colin Gillespie and Justin Moore. They're not the same Villanova team. Winthrop 23 and 1. 23 and 1. I don't care who you play. Give me Winthrop. Villanova yep. scuffled down the stretch. Um played terribly in the Big East tournament. Had an early exit. Um and Winthrop beat everybody on their schedule. So, um except for one team uh, I I want to say I asked Coach for a money line dog, and he sent me this quote uh, to read on the podcast, which was, "We don't base our picks on finding upsets. We constantly evaluate film and make a determination 100% based on what the film tells us." That being said, Winthrop money line dog uh, against uh, <laughs> Nova. This is like well said, Coach. This is also very funny to me because Winthrop has a guy who plays 14 minutes a game but led the team with 
three in three pointers made, he shoots forty two percent from three point. So he's just like, you, I mean, you bring him in, he's the assassin. When you need a big bucket, you bring this guy in, Josh Corbin, <laughs> um, which is wild. He's he's averaging thirteen attempts from three a game you'll in love, fourteen you, minutes. You love to see it. His arms must get tired. He is just like, I mean, honestly, if you're getting a, a possession and a half every minute, like he. If he's on the court, he's shooting a three. I could, I think, no, I was going to say I could average 13 free points a, attempts a game if I just stood out there and hoisted it, but it would, they would be blocked. Let's be real. Uh, we got. Uh, no, because no one would ever pass you the ball. <laughs> yeah, be, but just that freedom, 13 attempts per game. What a, what a way to live. I will say, it is. We, I want to discuss this game, and prop that Pete has this as his money line dog upset. I was surprised Rain Man didn't have this as one of his picks. Uh, Colgate against uh, Arkansas. Uh, Profet likes them as a money Ooh, line. I do love me some Colgate. Uh, why didn't you take uh, Colgate? I I, li- I mean, I like the pick. I just like Winthrop more. I just like Winthrop more. I, I love Colgate here. Uh, so, fun fact, uh, Colgate is number two in the nation in points per game with 86.3. They have an amazing pace of play. This team has also beat everyone on their schedule. Yes, they shared with they the Army, like driving teams. one of the first two games of the season. Who cares? <laughs> Patriot League's a fine league, dude. Yeah, it's, it's they fine. play basketball in the Patriot League. Uh, the metrics like Certainly. They, play, they do technically play basketball in the Patriot League. I like Colgate. Uh, you know, said it many times one of my favorite schools in the country i'm riding them this march i'm riding them hard and uh, yeah i mean if you're shooting 86.3 points per game and your balls are going in they're great from the three behind the arc you can win any game i, I can Shoot do over the without defense. hearing you say riding them hard like that buddy i can go another <laughs> and, and balls are going i can in. go another two years i ride with the raiders that. baby got a Ra- great raiders. ass or is it just uh, raiders <laughs> <laughs> sorry uh we can uh, go through our uh, to all those near Utica. Uh, we tribute. can go through our totals that we like uh, in this region. Uh, I said before, uh, prop bet Pete. He likes uh, the Rutgers uh, Clemson under in this spot. I mentioned Clemson has that great defense. Um, let's see, Capper, you are on the this Colgate Arkansas this- over. Um. Yeah, I do like that one a lot. Um, yeah, Rutgers Clemson is definitely in the also, Midwest region, but that's fine. Prop that. Sent, do better next I time. I also sent, I also sent you Clemson under, which I I fucked that up, so that's on me. Um, you also I'll, need to do I'll better take, then. I'll take yeah. Colgate Arkansas. Well, I I just like how I can't dare get past you? You know that's my pick. Uh, Clemson, that Clemson Rutgers game is going to be the worst game of the first round. Okay, Capper, stop. You don't get to take Colgate, Arkansas. I'm the Colgate guy. I don't care what prop bet Pete says. I'm taking Colgate and Arkansas over for the reasons I just gave. Uh, number two in points per game. Arkansas also number seven to 82.4. They are going to put up over 150 in this game easily. It's going to be so much fun. It's the best game of round one in March Madness. I'm uh, I'm on the Purdue North Texas under as I mentioned before Purdue 274 in tempo uh, North Texas 350 I'm just expecting uh, this to be a true true grinded out low scoring game um, I'm good with that pick right, fine I'll go with that pick I'll take that I'll take that um, Nova Winthrop over and, and my guy Josh Corbin hits eight threes <laughs> to send it over. <laughs> Averaging 6.8 points per game. Josh Corbin going to get to 24. You heard it here first, guys. Insane. Just an insane run from him in game one. I'm excited for his performance. It's going to be amazing. Uh, 
that uh that about does it for uh this half of the bracket a very good half of the bracket and guess what guys we got another half of the bracket to cover how exciting is that yeah, and everyone, remember, you do not need to call in sick at work for this March Madness because a lot of us are working remotely anyways. Just say you're getting a pandemic shot or caught COVID, and you can just watch the games on the couch anyways. It's great. Just, Enjoy uh, March, ladies and gentlemen. Don't lie about catching COVID. <laughs> well, unless you have to. I'm not using a vacation day for this. Are you shitting me? No shot. Unless you're, you're, you can't pull a Frank Martin. You, get, you can't pull the COVID card twice. You can only do it one time. Um, Once it's out of the bag, <laughs> if you do it right, it can last two weeks. <laughs> I can't wait for the number of people who uh, on Monday are just like, "Ah, oh, no, the the vid. Sorry, boss. Uh, I hate to see it. Um, I hope I can get back. Come into the place. office if you want. Yeah. yeah, we really shouldn't make fun of COVID. The pandemic's been awful. It's been a trying time. Consider this escapism and a release. Vaccine oh, stays. Yeah. Uh, what is it? It's uh, stay positive, test negative. We sleep in April. John Rothstein. Thank you. I'm, I'm not going to include that in the podcast. Not my podcast. I'm sorry. <laughs> 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 Have you guys seen the movie Heat? No. No, no one has no, seen that movie, no. dude. That's Pacino. Let me let me play this clip for you. <laughs> I just, you, you guys are never. Yeah, this is all. You don't even need to see the. You don't even need to see the movie. That's so aggressive. Jesus, Jesus you can watch one more time. Bitch, she got. Great ass.